Hi, I'm Deanne Fitzpatrick, and this podcast is called Create Beauty Every Day, brought to you by my studio, HookingRugs.com. After the podcast, be sure to go over to HookingRugs.com, where you can find free courses about rug hooking, learn all about our kits and supplies, and sign up for our Sunday letters. If you have time, be sure to rate and review this podcast. It means a lot. Now, on with the show. How are you doing today? Hi, good. How about you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about um, like the winter here, you know, and how, uh, how my mother used to complain about the winter. We, we now have five feet of snow. We've had four storms, right? I live in northern Nova Scotia. And I called my older sister the other day and I said to my sister, um, and now I know what mom meant, like when she was finding the winter so hard, right? Because mm-hmm. it's very, it's very low key here in the winter, like everything changes. A lot of people go away. So a lot of your friends are not here anymore. And then it got me thinking about just like seasons and transitions in general, right? And I know this was a topic that you wanted to talk about. And I thought it goes, goes beyond winter, summer, spring. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to ask you a question. And, and what do you think the seasons are of creativity? Do you think there's a, that we go through, a, is there a process of seasons with creativity? Well, I, I know there's seasons of life. So there's going to be seasons of creativity. We have our seasons all around us. And so I think you do go into seasons where there's an ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. And I think there are times that we can think if we're not doing that one thing that used to be so abundant, are we still creative? And I think it's then saying, how can I be creative now in a different way? So I think there's seasons of, I find that even in the summer, I am less likely to be spending as much time in my studio the same. Mm -hmm. And I'm more likely to be in the garden. I'm more likely to have that time uh, where maybe I'm in the, in the garden and I'm weeding or I'm clipping flowers or I'm getting herbs or I'm tending to something else. And I'm also more likely to have different seasons in my creativity in our home and, and I feel like I'm nesting more in different, different times. And, and then I feel like winter is a very sweet time for me in my studio. I know everyone's going to be so different and because of their, their life and their own rhythms of their life. But to me, winter means no workshops, mm-hmm. yep. means nobody else in my space. It means one of my favorite things is a fire going. Yes. It means the kettle is always uh, hot. It means that I'm more likely to listen to music and to have like multiple works going on. Uh, Winter gives me that. Yes. And, and so I, and, and I feel like there's seasons in our creativity just based upon when I had little ones. Mm -hmm. Um, Now that I only have one more at home, there, there is, there's just, um, definitely seasons in my creativity, just like there is with life. And I, when I was thinking about seasons and creativity, I mean, and even just seasons in general, like what have been for you 
maybe a transition that was really like hard um, or a transition. Because for me, um, like a lot of times I would hear women say that coming home from work was really hard for them. That wasn't something that was true for me mm-hmm. because yeah. I just wanted to be home all the time, you know? And, um, but for me, it was really hard when our business began to grow. Mm-hmm. What was um, about it? What, what was hard about it? Uh, that I felt like a lot was on me mm-hmm. that, um, uh, and it was so interesting. I was talking to Miriam Schulman um, recently on the podcast, and she was talking about how women are told to be small. Mm-hmm. Um, men are told to be big and bold. And, and then she, and she said something about women are told to be little, like literally, like to uh, be skinny, be small, like, like uh, mm-hmm. a quieter voice. She was just saying how, and there is something about, you know, I'd always been very comfortable. Uh, Kelly worked full time. I stayed home with the kids. And when our business started to grow and more of that was like, I, I was making more. And then to the point where even Kelly quit his job yeah. and he came on full time. That is something I always told myself, well, I don't ever want to be that. I don't ever want to be want responsible for our family. Yeah. And instead of looking at it like, wow, our gifts and our creativity is going to not only bless our family and bless our lives, it's going to bless other people too. Like what a privilege. I didn't look at it like that. It felt like a, this really huge weight of responsibility and, and I didn't want to mess up. And so, um, and I think it took me a while to, to, to be honest with myself of how I act and <laughs> how my body handles and how my mind handles when I have anxiety or stress or worry. How does and, it, what, what, how does it act? <laughs> I feel like, you know, my mind gets irrational. I feel like I, yeah. I need a, yeah, I, I, I start worrying about things that aren't true. I start, um, I had to start, this is years and years ago, because I would do this, I would have to, and, and now I don't do this anymore, but I'm talking at the beginning where my husband came home, there was, it felt like there was no safety net and it didn't even make sense because our safety net was so small compared to what our business was doing. I don't know why it felt still like some kind of protection. So I, I had to start being realistic with myself. And so I started saying, where are places that I could live where it's really inexpensive? Mm-hmm. And so I started to like say that I have choices and I always have options. Yeah. And I think sometimes we tell ourselves in transition times that we don't have choices. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying in every situation you do, but in most situations we do. Yeah. In many, we have choices, we have options. And so I started showing myself that I don't, we don't have to live here in this place and in this home and, and this town or this state, I know who I am and I know what I was made to do and I can do that anywhere. And so I literally had to show myself truth because when I was getting worried or anxious, I was lying to myself. Most of us are afraid, I think of something, right? Mm-hmm. We're all, I think most of us are afraid of something. I 
I think about um, my husband always has worked and he's, we're not a couple that could work together, both very independent minded, both very strong minded, both very strong willed. And we both don't know our place sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. With each other, right? Uh, good, a good marriage and a good love. So, but it took me years to come to the point where I could actually hire someone full time because I was afraid like you that I couldn't have someone depend on me. Yeah. I couldn't have someone who needed. So I would always hire people who were part-time who had other resources and other incomes. And I did that for years, for years and years and years. Like I think it was only five or six years ago that I actually hired uh, someone who could help me full-time and be with me through this. Right. Like you have, you know, and uh, in, in my business and it changed my world being able to let go of that fear but I think from watching people and from watching myself that fear is biggest when we're in transition and when Mm -hmm. seasons are changing yes and um, you know like I've had to adjust to the winter once I adjust to the winter there's no happier time for me because me and winter and wool and you know we just hunker down (laughs) when I are one of the few people I know who are actually tending wood fires on a regular basis and and are happy about it yes (laughs) you know well there's nothing to ground you when when you're in transition we lose our footing for a bit and um we're trying to find our way and it's okay um to feel lost sometimes. And it's okay to not have your footing, but are we kind to ourselves during those times? Do we have grace in that time? And who are we listening to? Mm -hmm. And I I always, always think of about, um, when, when I first had Jack and he was my very first baby and I didn't know what I was doing. And somebody who didn't have children that was an adult in my life started telling me all the things I was doing wrong. And, and so it goes back to, if I'm, if I'm having problems uh, with a child, I'm going to go to somebody who's had problems with the child. Mm -hmm. If I'm having problems in my marriage, I want to talk to somebody who is like battled in their marriage and they came out on the other side of it. If I'm having problems of like in my business, I want to go to somebody that I, I can trust that they've, they have gone through and they're, they're beaten and bruised a little, but they, they, you know, they have solid advice. And I think so many times when we are, we've lost our footing, are we careful who we're listening to in those seasons of transition? Are the people we're listening to, are they, are they speaking life over us? Yeah. It's in our situation. It's an important question. And I like, and so you're talking about the people we're listening to, but I also think about like, what I'm watching on television. Oh yeah. Taking in what I'm reading and it's all part of, you know, and, and sometimes I'll be in the middle of, I'll, I'll be in the middle, I'll be unsettled and I'll feel like there's some kind of transition going on mm-hmm. and I'll realize it's what I'm listening to as I'm hooking or what I'm, or it's the program that I'm watching that's unsettling or it's who I'm spending time with and what right. they're struggling with. And right. sometimes that I, I need, sometimes I need to be with that person through that struggle for whatever reason. Do you know what I mean? It's not like I can turn it off, but I've got to really, um, I've got to really assess my heart, you know, and, and 
how I'm feeling because of what I'm taking in and, and who I'm, who I'm with. I mean, I think, and it's not that I, and it's not, it's definitely not that I only want what I already know reinforced. It's mm-hmm. definitely not that I love to be challenged and I love to have, and I'm, I'm always open to like, I'm, you know, I sense say I'm, you can never say always, but I'm, I try to be open to new ideas and new thoughts and, and new things. But sometimes I find that there's so much information uh, coming at us and so many thoughts and ideas that it's, it in itself is unsettling the amount. I don't think I've ever not made things better by simplifying more. Like I've, I, like I, that when I'm in a situation or when I'm in transition of some kind, or, you know, even like when our kids were going off to college and our house was changing and our home was feeling different, it was cherishing and keeping sacred what I knew so strong, um, that I had to hold on to was my rhythms, mm-hmm. um, that I was making time for the things that I actually know edify me. Um, so it's getting sunshine, it's walking, it's reading, it's having that quiet time in the morning. It's having that coffee time with Kelly. It's spending time in the studio. It's being careful. Like you say, what I'm watching, what I'm reading, um, who I'm spending time with, But, um, and am I, am I so often when I'm overwhelmed, I don't know what you do when I'm overwhelmed. The worst thing I do for myself is I pick up my phone. Oh, absolutely. And there is, and it's what I do. It's the day that I think I've checked my email 14 times. What am I doing? That is like, and it's because I'm overwhelmed. Then it continues to add to the overwhelm, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I I know exactly what you've talked about that before, and I knew I understood the feeling right away. I could feel that device in my hand. Mm-hmm. Worst thing for me, or the refreshing. Uh, like I'll be going through things and then refreshing, and and I and that's actually one of the biggest signs to me that um, whether I notice it or not, that I'm overwhelmed, mm-hmm. or or I'm not, and I'm not spending my time wisely. Um, or I'm distracting myself from dealing with something else. And I'm not saying we all can't use a distraction sometimes. Right. But, but I'm talking about, I'm, I'm wasting time Yeah, and I'm not doing anything to get me back on track. I mean, if I'm having a bad day, spending it on my phone is not going to turn it around. No, it's not. It's going to do no. And, and I love my phone. Don't get me wrong. I love my phone. I love technology. I think it's great. It's because of all of that, that we're able to do this. Right. And it's, it's, you know, how I met you, but it is, it is not, it's never the answer for when I'm, you know, on shaking. It's keeping us from making it's keeping us from doing, it's keeping us from reading books and practicing piano. It's keeping us from our gardens. It's keeping us from real relationship. If we're not careful. Yeah. It's keeping us from love. That's what mm-hmm. I real love from the, from the things that really matter. It's, you know, it's just a, it can be a barrier and it can really get in the way. What, tra- what season are you in now? Well, um, gosh, I feel like, I feel like, um, over the last, I would say six months, I've known that our business is in a transition and I know I'm in a transition. Mm -hmm. 
And I think part of that coincides with, um, you know, our oldest is about ready to graduate from college. Yeah. And then our only daughter went to college. So I think it's interesting that um, they happen at the same time. Our part of Maddie um, leaving home was just a huge impact on our home to, to feel, you know, uh, it, we went from five and then to four and then to three, you know, mm-hmm. um, but also what's really exciting is that there's, it also opens up room if you're open to it of now there's, there's room for something else too. Um, while she's off doing her exploring and adventures and her seasons of transition. And so I, I actually think I'm coming into a deep season of more creating than I've done in a long time. I think I'm coming into a season of abundance in that Um, there's, um, there's things, a lot of things I have put down to make room for that. And I, I don't, I just feel um, because of a lot of work, doing work and being um, in tuned and intentional. I love that you use the word. I don't know if it was in this talk or another one that we've been doing. You said that um, I always think, say like, well, I'm intentional about that. And you said you were sensitive to it. And I like that word even better because it's softer. Um, intention sounds so harsh, but um but you being sensitive to things mean it's just a knowing mm-hmm. of what's good for you. Yeah. It's, it's like a, a no, a deep knowing that I'm sensitive about who I spend time with. I'm sensitive about how I spend my day. I'm sensitive about, I think that's such a beautiful way to say it um, because that's what I want to have this be deep knowing mm-hmm. um, um, and just this ebb and flow in my life. And so, um, I don't know specifically, I think uh, let's talk in 10 years and I'll tell you what uh, season I'm in. Um, yeah, you know, then I know yeah, I'll know then, but I feel like I'm going in to a season of just real, um, abundance and goodness. And, and, and I think as an artist, I'm excited to grow more than I ever have. Oh. What about you? I love that. Well, I, I love how you're feeling. And I, I think I felt exactly that way on turning 50. Like I, I really felt that. Well, and I'm almost 50. So I think that's it. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm 50 in May. It took me a long, it took me a a long ways. And I, I still feel I'm, I'm still feeling a lot of the things that you are feeling. Um, Over the last two years, I've done these lives and our following has grown a lot. And and I've loved it and, and had a lot of fun with it. And, and, and I'm going to continue to do them. But over the last six months, I've gotten very intentional about what small is mm-hmm. and how beautiful small is and how what's, and I've always said the most important thing that I do in my work here is to make rugs and to create beauty. And we have this slogan, create beauty every day. And I think uh, more and more like the podcast, like my podcast has a good sturdy group of listeners. It's never going to be, I don't think a podcast that uh, has, you know, thousands of listeners every week. And I could care less, to be honest with you. I do it for the people who care. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and that's become more and more important to me. The people who actually like 
we could actually run a business without ever having an open studio. Uh, but the people who walk in here and the individuals that I get to see, or the people who uh, take the time to send me a note, or I think that's, that's starting to matter to me more right. than, than, you know, how many followers I have on Instagram. It just is, right. it's all, all, and, and I value Instagram and I value Facebook. Those are beautiful tools and I value iTunes and, you know, I'm not diminishing any of that. It's all very important, but for a long time I've spent building and I can, I will continue to grow and to build, but I want to uh, nurture. Mm -hmm. And and part of nurturing for me is nurturing my artwork. Yes. It's like, it's like this. I just, there's a soulfulness to it that is indescribable. And it's like mm -hmm. you say, when I'm alone in the studio or that quiet time or, you know, that um, it's, I, I, I think that like connection, real connection is real wealth. Like talking to you today, to me, this is very valuable. Yeah. When I think it's um, to say, where do you find joy? Like what makes you, um, you're saying it, in your business, it gives you joy to love on the people who love on you. Yeah. Um, the people. Yeah, absolutely. And the same thing. And I, and, and I, the two things that it brought to mind. The first thing is I was thinking like, where do you feel joy? And I was thinking, where do I feel gid giddy? Like I, at the ocean <laughs> and out in nature yeah, and in my studio making. And, um, recently we had a meeting with some of our team members and they were, they had come from a bigger meeting where it was all talking about the metaverse and where everything is going. And I was like, Oh dear goodness, if they're going to tell me that I have to deep dive in that I'm just selling everything today, you know, I'm out. And, and I'm just looking at them. Like, I I'm hoping you're going to say something good because are you talking, you know, and they said, and I, cause then I started to say, well, gosh, people are lonelier than ever, disconnected more than ever, fearful more than ever. And that's when they said, oh no, Jean, we would tell you run the opposite direction. Like what everyone's telling you to do, everyone's saying to go into the metaverse, go do more digital, do more of this. He goes, no, run to the people, like go smaller, yeah. go more connection, go more like make beauty. Um, put products in people's hands that like that make them enjoy like the beauty and equip them to make things. They, they said, no, absolutely not. We, they walked away from that, like run as fast as you can, like, you know, run towards exactly like what you were saying, smaller, just like with a heart for the people that love you and, and love on, love on those that, um, that we've been given the honor to build businesses with. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Can I just, just before we go, I just want to talk about one thing. And you use this term a lot. You say love on, love mm. on people. And is that like a, a term from where you grew up or what is that? I don't know. I don't know you say it like, but is it like a, is it something from 
the rural area you grew up in? Or? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's like somebody else recently said, why do you say like, walk out, like walk out I love your it. gifts, I love like that. walk out your gifts. And I'm like, I don't know. Do I say a lot of like it's rural like, Illinois, like uh, genisms yeah. or something? <laughs> no, it's just, um, like, yeah, I just on is exactly like sometimes <laughs> now when I'm preparing food for, for people, I think I'm loving on them. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you are. I love it. Anyway, it's always fun to talk to you. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you.